Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I got to America, and I met some people, and I'm like, I, he said, you black? I said, of course, we are black. He said, no, you black. <laughs> I said, what the f*** you mean? <laughs> One guy told me I look like under the bed. Oh, no. <laughs> Yo, have you looked under the bed? It's dark as f*** under the bed. <laughs> the gym this morning we, we were walking down the street uh it's about three blocks and george was going up to every person and going how you doing this morning uh, good morning no. how are you <laughs> what's that and i go and I then go, a car came out of the like, hey i'm walking here but how you doing i go <laughs> guys listen i just been on such so a so, so just wave. my story just put it in a drawer well somewhere. it's a little negative mike why don't we put it in a box seal it and ship it to germany where he can open it up at home be like, i'm so nervous and sad here <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and in ten minutes from now, he, Mike's gonna be like, "David, get this. I'm tired. I can't. I woke up this morning. I run ten miles." <laughs> Listen, you guys need to get it together. <sighs> Welcome back. Thanks for viewing. Subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, George. Welcome back to Impulsive, the number one podcast in the world. Thank you guys for listening, watching, viewing, and subscribing. If you're not subscribed, please hit that subscribe button. CTA is call to actions. They're important. Without me saying that, there's a chance you would forget. Through that subscribe button. Yeah, we're in New York City. New York City, George is insanely positive. You still an alcoholic from the last time we checked in? No, no. And also, I don't think you could be an alcoholic if you could take two shots and be done. I think that's like just a lightweight. I, I realize I can't hang at all. I, at all. But, no. but, but, but these guys can. I see what you've done there. Thank you. The window washers yep. outside the hotel. That was good. That was good. <laughs> nice joke, George. Uh, but I do like drinking, guys. But I realize, like, if I take two shots, I sleep within an hour. Like, you're 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 out. you're very fun for about an hour and mm -hmm. fifteen minutes. Mm -hmm. You're so fun. So and th fun. And then you hit a wall, and Boom. I have to carry you home over my yep. shoulder. And you actually legitimately carry. Yeah. Me. Yeah. And I yeah. love that, bro. You know, uh, he actually <laughs> saved my life on Runyon once. I don't know if anybody have ever told this story. But I was like on like keto and I wasn't eating and I did like a water fast and I thought it would be smart to go hiking and me and Logan sprinted up. He made it. He made it to the top. And when he turned back, I was laying like on the ground and I just remember hearing you over your shoulder like no one's going to die on my watch. <laughs> he's just running down. I'm like, God, this guy's the main character. Fuck. Yeah, no one dies on my watch. None. Did you drink another pre-workout today or is it just the I one? I didn't, bro. I'm sorry. I'm just I'm in a I'm in a good place right now in New York. <laughs> like I was saying, bro, every person that walked by, hey, how you doing? Good morning. Good to see you. And I was like, bro, there's only one city on the planet that you can't do that. It's New York City, bro. Like, dude, like. They were happy about it. They were a little no, shocked. No, 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 no. They were no, happy no. about it. It was Park Avenue. You got lucky, buddy. Trust me. Try that shit anywhere else. These people were just trying to avoid a lawsuit. They wanted to do something very specific, but they didn't. We got a great guest today. Crime. Yeah, we do. We do. Uh, we have a great guest, but I have to be honest, Dylan, this intro fucking sucks, man. Come on, Dylan. <laughs> you know why it sucks? Because did you see the first thing he did when he came here? Walked right up here with a girl. I go, it's been 30 seconds you've been in New York. Dylan, are you fucking <laughs> and not doing yeah. your job? No, 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 this one, no, that was yesterday with the girl. 
Well, obviously you're hungover and sleepy. Cause look, I'll 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 read it. <laughs> where'd you where'd you sort where did you uh, source her from? Well, you know, I'm from here. So. Well, no, but I see you I see you like stand outside popular eateries and shit. <laughs> like, bro, he was at this place, Scarpetta, last night, and he just I'm like, oh, are you eating there? And he's just hanging outside. Like, oh, trying waiting. to get the straggler. Just yeah, straight up with his neck like, like this, looking around like a pigeon. He's like, he's like, hey, 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 hey. I go, buddy, get the hint. All right, ready? But he pulled that trick, so can, I can't even can, can I go? Can I go up just a little bit in the headphones? Tiny. Sorry. Whenever you're ready, Mike. Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Written by Dylan, our producer. Our guest today is one of the funniest comedians on the planet. You've seen him on Wild Now, The Breakfast Club, Coming to America too, And right now you can catch him on stage in a city near you. He's the African gang of king of comedy, Michael Blackson. Yeah. You know, you guys are like a bunch of singers that never made it, man. Dude, yeah, best. Yeah, yeah. Like, old kids on the fucking block. That's your name. That's your group name. Yeah. But you, you got, come in looking like you're about to do Thriller 3.0. I am, motherfucker. You're you like DJ Cali with a concussion. Look at this motherfucker. <laughs> Another one. <laughs> What's going on, man? Goddamn. Last time I was in a place full of this men and white people, I was in immigration trying to get a visa <laughs> to come to America, motherfucker. George is uh, I'm right there with him trying to get a visa. from? Me? Originally. I'm from Chicago. My parents are from. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, what country? You like you know, Iraq? Iraq. I knew it. Goddamn me! I put him next to a fucking terrorist. Thank you, motherfuckers. I'm just kidding. No, t- no terrorist joke. I love Iraq. It's a very beautiful place. Oh, you got some shows out there. All right? the bitches. All the bitches. Pussy is the bomb. Trust me, I know that. Voila. Well, this is gonna be a great show. Yeah, this is fantastic. Yeah, you got uh, quite the outfit on, man. You, you look like a rock star. You dress like a rock but star. But you know, you have to as a headliner, man. You have to go on stage looking like. A rock star. Mm. People pay a lot of money to see you. They want to know where the fuck their money's going. Mm. So when you look at me on stage, like, that's where my fucking hundred dollars going to this fucking outfit. Ah. Oh, yeah. So yeah, I, I got my dress like Prince, Michael Jackson, all those guys always go on stage. And you know, you're like, damn, what the fuck is this nigga going But to but me? you know why it's interesting is because uh uh would you would you go by comedian? Is that like a like a blanket uh of what you are, comedian? Uh that's first. Comedian is my first passion. I mean, you know, acting and everything else is second, but comedy is like, you know, is 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 my love. So this is uh, this is why it's interesting because like we're in an era now where mm-hmm. uh the comedians are becoming the rock stars, you know? And uh, maybe it starts in part with the way you dress. Cause you, you have crazy outfits, man. I scrolled your Instagram, you got like these big furry, fluffy coats and but you know what, how it started? It started when I first started stand up. I wore my African garb. Uh-huh. This is like late 90s, early 2000. And then uh, my comedy kind of switched up to like the Eddie Murphy, Richard Pride mm-hmm. type. I started doing a lot more profanities and I went really hard. Mm-hmm. And when I started going hard, I said, you know what, my African garb is royal. It's too much respect in that outfit. I can't wear that and cuss at the same time. So I'm like, if I'm going to cuss, I got to wear that. American shit. So I went from dashiki to Fasachi, motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> and it worked. Yeah, it did work. It's work. And you know, like I say, it's all about, you know, I'm, I'm fashion is where you make it. I wear what the fuck I want to wear. You know, I don't give a fuck. Do you wear do you wear that kind of stuff like around the crib too? Like do you just be like rolling out of bed and popping into like Yeah, well yeah, my yeah. I, I sleep in Fasachi, man. I you know, I wake up looking good. I you know, a woman spend the night next to me, she's gonna wake up next like a like a royal prince of Zamunda, motherfucker. That's how I dress. Yeah, you you're you're engaged. Are you engaged or are you married? I'm engaged. I have a f- whole fiance. What's that Congratulations, like? Congratulations, man. No, no, it's good. You know, it was uh pride to me hooking up with her. Um, you know, I was single living my life. And I I enjoy being single because I had a four year relationship prior to that. And when I got with her, I'm like, listen, I've been single. You know, I like my single life, but if this is going to work, I'm going to need some kind of benefits, which was like a 
I get one side chick a month. I'm allowed to have. Are you serious? That's serious. Actually. That's serious. I, I talk about it every time. I get one chick a month. You know, I get to pick who I want to be with. What? One time per month? No, one, at least once a month. If you didn't use one that month, could you get two I, you know, I, month? I, I, yeah, <laughs> we talk about that T-Mobile bitch, right? <laughs> it rolls no, over. so you know, I even asked about that. Let's say if I get a chick and the bitch period is on. Now, what am I? I'm stuck with a crime scene pussy. Do I get to? <laughs> That's actually. She said that you should have talked about it before she came over. I mean, you don't want to. When you're gonna be with a girl, you don't want to act like you just all about trying to fuck. Yeah, yeah You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. So you try to just, you know. So you, you I, I don't get into that question and find out her period is on. It happened a couple of times. Where I'm, I got a whole chick with a period. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, damn, what am I supposed to do? Can I, can I get a new September bitch? She's like, no. <laughs> You lost like, side. Where do you where do you usually find your side? Do you, do you, do you wait outside like Sarpetta um, or like me? Me personally, I would rather have like twelve of my favorite chicks that I rotate. Roster, my girl, roster, a like a roster. Yeah, of course. Yeah. course. Then my lady, you know, she she don't want to have. She look at it as a relationship. She said no relationship. She rather I go on the road, find a groupie. You know, okay. And call, that's what she prefers. She don't like the roster. She don't like the roster. She want more like a. Because there's an emotional strength Emotional, there, and attached, want, yeah, and you yeah, keep in contact, yeah, and yeah. she don't like that. Yeah. Question for you. Do you, like, and this might be too personal, but does she's like, yo, get checked every month, or like, you're like, just... Oh, no, no, no. I mean, that's one of the rules. I have side... She gave me some side chick rules I have to follow. Yeah, of got, course you can. I have to protect myself, God, and true. I can't look at woman in the eyes while having sex with her, because you can oh, fall out. So I got to fuck the bitch with my eyes closed. Uh, yeah, yeah. Don't look at me, you I, know. Wait, are you serious? I'm dead serious. Like, no <laughs> looking. All kinds of crazy. Have you tried even for like a split second, like, yo, fuck it, I'm going to open them? Like, just what? to see, just, like, open, I'm going to open my eyes for a hot second, see what happens? Like, what do you I, think I that? have, um, yeah. <laughs> like, she just pops out of a fucking closet, like, yo, motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> you but open those shits! My girl has been there a couple of times. She want to watch sometimes. Oh, my God. She's a cuck? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> like a cuckold. <laughs> she's been in a watch. That's she, what it's called. She spectates. Yeah. And she's spectating. And, and she, I'm doing it. And she's like, the condom's coming off. So she put it back on. Oh, the oh, oh she's helping yeah. take like, two hands? Like both. Well, yeah, two hands and a foot, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm African. And then, um, and then, you know, so we, and then she's like, you know what? This girl's backing up. She's doing too much, Mike. She's trying to. Create a relationship, Mike. Stop this one. Uh -uh. Girl, get out of here. You're doing right. too much. Wow. She's, she's, wow. Yeah, she's, Let me ask you, why doesn't she just join in? Sometimes she does. Okay. If she like the girl, like me and her have different tastes. I'm, uh, you know, I'm into like a huge asses. You know, she more like a, she like the model type. I'm not uh, into the how model. Big, how big are we talking? I mean, because I, like Drake, for example, right? <laughs> like Drake likes a, a thick. Oh, yeah. Like, and I'm not, I don't mean, you know when they used no. to say thick with two C's. This is like thick yeah. with like. A lot of C's. You I mean, know I, yeah, like, I like like the seven C's, bro. I mean, like, when I hit it from the back, I want to hear block, 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 block. That's the longest Logan has ever gone. Block, 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 block. Do you get like a time limit with them? Like, ah, it could be a weekend. It oh, you be, get a full weekend? I get a full weekend. Oh, damn. Because a lot of times, you know, it will be on the road. So, I, I, you know, if I'm going to fly somebody in, it'll be like a whole weekend. What happens if it's a holiday weekend? It has like Monday, too. Does that work? Yeah, yeah, MLK, we have, like we have to negotiate. I might lose a day the following month. Or oh. something. Do you do you pick, like, would you pick, like, is it like white girls, Spanish girls? Like? I just, I'm a, I'm an ass, man. If I, I fuck a blue bitch with a fat ass. Mm. I mean, it don't matter a what. Smurf. <laughs> a smurf. <laughs> I'm ass. I'm an ass guy. Ass so I, I don't, yeah, I've had it ever all. I've had every race almost you know my dick don't discriminate is there like is there like certain things that you can and can't do like 
you could only bring them to fast food restaurants, not master yeah, steakhouse. Like that's, no, no, that's true. She don't want. She really don't want me to take them out. Period. Got it. She want like ordering. You know, don't be out in public with hide this them, girl. Hide them. Hide them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and they're I'm, cool with it. The, the side chicks are cool with it. Some are. You know, some don't want to feel like they just here for sex. You know, so it's uh, it's been tough. It's been a challenge. We've been going back and forth trying to narrow down this contract. It's a contract. I'm fascinated by this. Um, how do you? Should, how, you know, Justin, you could get it. How though? I yeah, just. Feel uh, like how long you been so, with your lady? You have a lady? Yeah. How long you guys been together? It's, it's brand new. See, this is when you could negotiate but your contract. I, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> there. I'm, <laughs> I brought. I've, hey, I've brought Michael Blackson to help negotiate something. <laughs> <laughs> you see here, motherfucker. Oh, a, a lot of athletes, a lot of my buddies that are NFL players, it's like, you know, Mike, can you talk to my lady? And I'm trying to help them all. I'm like, listen, man, this guy is a multi-millionaire. You know, like, give him a little, he worked hard to get here. Let him oh, give him a little present. What damn. type of chick is she? What type of chick is she? She's a wonderful girl. But, 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 like, what, what kind of, like, background is she from? Oh, she's like, Cambodian. She's Cambodian, but you know, she understood. Like, you know, she's, um, you know, I saw her then we explained, you know, what my problem is. My problem is keeping my dick in my pants. Yeah. You know? So you're just transparent and upfront about it from the she's start. She's like, yeah, just be honest. You know, she said, just be honest. At the, end of, at the end of the day, men gonna do what they're gonna do. So, you know, she's more comfortable knowing that I'm, you know, what I'm doing. You're honest about it. Yeah. Honest. Awesome. You never know. Just actually, just be honest with your woman. You never know what she, you might get from being honest. You, uh, you ooze confidence, and it sounds like you slay. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And I'm curious. <laughs> what is so fucking I'm funny? I'm sorry. <laughs> that statement. I'm what, sorry. Which part? Just like the sleigh part and just... You, you don't think he slays? No, I know he does, but I then thought I was the... sitting next to Tana Mojo for a second there. Like, I don't know. It's like, you know, like, you lose confidence and you seem like you slay. Like, girl, yeah, like, guys, what, what, you what happens, I'm bro? Fucking, I'm, All right, you're I'm good. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, Shout no, no, out, Tana, you, I love you. You, you. you get a lot of girls, from what I, I, I would assume. What's the biggest mistake you see guys making when it comes to getting girls? Don't what gets up. getting girls just I'm um, just capping. You know, okay. women just want you to be real, yeah. man. You know, so many phonies out there. You know, be real from the door. And you never know. You know, women at the end of the day want an honest man. But what if you're lame as shit? <laughs> a lot of lame motherfuckers yeah. out there, man. So lame. And then, you know, you might get some pussy and then later on, you know, sometimes some guy just lie just to get the coochie. Yeah. You know, but there's some lame motherfuckers out there. But you I'm you know, we I'm older now, so I'm like, I just learned to be honest. I'm I'm not, I could be single and do what I want to do. So if I'm going to be in a relationship, you know, she might as well, she got, if you want to be with me, you have to accept all these things that comes with me. You know? And there's, and I think there's like a lot of girls out there that, like, I think lame guys mm -hmm. have a lane. 
You know you what do. I'm saying? Because yo, there's a lot of girls that are sick of the Michael Blacksons. They're sick of the fucking. We don't want. We don't want to share with side chicks. We just want to fucking engineer. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Right. We just want like. <laughs> Traditional <laughs> engineering is a fucking great job. Yes, I just mean like we want a straight arrow, like dude who and works then, a nine to five comes yeah. home. We have our mashed potatoes and our meatloaf, missionary sex, twenty two minutes, watch fucking Bachelor, yeah. go to sleep. Like there's a lot of girls that straight up want that, bro, but don't don't get it twisted. You know, living this lifestyle is not for everybody. You can't be broke and, and do shit like this. You can't afford your woman. What's fucking do? With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Another one. Yeah. Monogamy right. is for broke motherfuckers. Most of them. <laughs> <laughs> it's a rich motherfucker. <laughs> That's a funny line. You know, you know if you, if you, if you want a, a successful man most of the time, you know, it comes with a lot of problems. But you, I'm saying go <laughs> home, talk to your lady. Say, no, Listen, I'm good. I'm good. You good on what? I'm, you don't, don't need it? I don't need to fuck around. You don't need no side chick. No. Bro, he you can barely not- handle the one he has now. Yeah, I don't yeah. think he needs to move on to the next one. <laughs> Bro, I seen the way you talk about your sex life, okay? She's a beautiful girl. He can handle just, that. Get, just tread fucking lightly. I was just yeah. going to say that you, you guys do threesomes or whatever? <laughs> no, bro. I'm, for, consider me out for this conversation. Fuck, I'm not. I'm not there yet. You know what I'm saying? Do you want to get there? I don't. Truthfully, I have no I'll desire. negotiate your contract for you. I, if I need Call an me, agent... <laughs> <laughs> for this uh yeah i, I I'll, I'll hit you up she <laughs> no, suffered she like, suffered a sex-related injury this morning ironically she really did yeah oh, she hurt her neck from what she, she, she turned her neck too probably wondering in. what's going on i <laughs> <laughs> like why you came so quick right? <laughs> i don't want to talk I've, I've said too much i've said too much i'm sweating i'm sweating no they, listen this kid's a fucking he's like a lover like a real deal like Fully invested lover and like he doesn't when he's with a girl he doesn't oh, see okay. any other chicks and uh, like yeah I mean you a woman's thing. dream come true then yeah. you know but women always also want an honest man so, so yeah I'm for good. sure for sure for sure you're honest right very very super yeah I've been I've been super transparent from the start always have always will be mm. not well, me I'm a rock star man <laughs> so how about you you got side chicks don't know where you're coming and going my <laughs> life nah dude I'm like super Christian she ain't scared of anything dude she knows I'm terrified of Jesus I ain't gonna do anything you know and that's I am I was you know I was I'm Christian as well and and I know if I get that's why I've been kind of like you know um, I know if I get married I have to like straighten up mm. you know uh, once you put I mean don't get it where I'm from they have the whole traditional you know you can have like as many wives as you want from you know, in, in in Africa you could you know, but I'm religious as well, so I know that you know. Once I say I do in, in the eyes of God, I got to be right with God because I'm more afraid of God. I'm not afraid of her, or anybody else. I'm afraid yep. of the man upstairs. She actually told me she goes, dude. She goes, I never thought dating a Christian would be so awesome. She goes, she watches how I make every move and stress out about like being a good person. So she's like, dude, I know when you're gone, you're never gonna be worried about me. You're gonna be worried about what you're doing right in your life. So yeah. if you, if women, if you want a good guy. 
Get a guy who's Christian a Mingle. Christian Mingle, baby. Dude, dude I've always <laughs> wanted to join that, but it's just like, you're ugly. You're ugly. Oh, you're oh ugly. my God. So all Christians I'm are ugly, joking, bro. Bro. If you're swiping, that sound look more like Tinder, motherfucker. You sure you're on the right <laughs> social media, the right dating app? You just did that. That's in a Tinder? Tinder, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, don't all dating apps? I haven't been on a dating I've app. Never, I, can't, I can't go on a dating app. Michael Black's on, on Tinder. That shit's like. No, no, no. I, I was on Raya, Raya once, <laughs> and that was the best date of my life. I got nothing. I didn't get anything from the girl, but I was on set and I was like, yo, what are you doing? And like, Raya's like, it's, it's kind of like, they, they kind of like you more. Cause it's like verified that you got welcomed into the club. Oh. So she goes, nothing playing it's with like this. like a celebrity type yeah, 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 yeah. I heard of it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, was, she yeah. goes, nothing playing with this kitty. And I was like, damn. And then she sent me a picture of like literally a box of kittens. Oh, she, oh she's fine. She's yeah. Funny. And I went over and played with her kittens all night. Oh. It was really fun. That was my last date outside my girlfriend. You sure? <laughs> it sounds great. That shit, like, that shit sound very recent, but I hope the Lord forgives you for that. <laughs> he asked for forgiveness. You just had to confess. How you felt about that whole Iraqi stuff? Well, it's it's Saudi with um with the golfers and all of that stuff that's going on. Uh, There's a lot of the Live Golf Tournament. Hey, yeah, this uh, is a tournament brought put on by the Saudis, right? right. And <clears throat> some people. Uh, I guess the PGA Tour said basically like, yo, if you if you put, touch that tour, like you what you can't play on on PGA anymore or whatever. There's a, there's a bunch of stuff going on with it, but then there was a big fallout too because, you know, there's a there's a stance in the states and in the Western world about the Saudis because yeah. of some of their practices there mm. that. Uh, people shouldn't be partaking in, yeah, in I, stuff I, that you can't. That, just that's, I'm not saying yeah, that. I'm just yeah, presenting the, the I, viewpoint. And I didn't like. I didn't like them just categorizing a whole country. Over it just you can't make a few pe- people represent the whole country. True. Right, right. Fifteen terrorists does not make. I've been to Saudi. They're very great people there. Yep. You know. Yeah. So I didn't. You know. And it's my dirty money, good money. The, the more money is the better money to me. Okay, whoever's paying me the most is the good money. I go fuck his blood diamonds, money, or motherfucking money. The real, you know. I recently got left one tour, went to another tour because, you know, it was two partners. I was on this one tour called No Cap. It was two partners. At the end of the tour, which just ended um, last month, it split up. You know, one guy was a good friend. He was the first promoter that came to me. I've been working with a guy for like a very long time. So he decided to do his own tour and that other guy decided to do his own. And then this guy hit me up. Hey, Mike, you know, me and the guy broke up. He's do bad business. Don't fuck with him. Don't do this. Don't do that. You know, but he ought to knew this for the new tour. This is how much I want to pay you. I'm like, motherfucker, what the fuck is that? So you trying to tell me, if this guy called me and wants to pay me twice that, I should say no, because what? The guy came and paid me twice what this guy offered me. I said, bye-bye, motherfucker. Yeah. Bad money is cheap money, motherfucker. The more money, the better. I think my my thoughts is this. Uh, Every country I see it is, is like their home, right? So if I walk into Logan's home, he's like, hey, man, shoes off in this home. I take my shoes off. So true. If if Mike's like, hey, shoes on, we don't do shoes off here, then I I don't put my shoes off. The the thought process behind that is it's not my home. I'm going to respect your guys' rules. So true. So like if I get welcomed into your country, I'll abide by the rules. Only thing I won't... I, I won't cross the line is if they're like, hey, you can't worship your your God here. Hundred like percent. Well, then I just say, hey, I appreciate the invitation. I'm just gonna hold back on my own and stay here. But never disrespect somebody's country. Never. Hundred percent agree. In fact, the first time I went to Saudi, I went there to do a show for a prince, and this was about over ten years ago. And back then, now they're pretty much open. Now they're doing like live entertainment and everything mm-hmm. else. But prior to then, it was very 
everything was private, like private clubs. Yep. So we're like 5,000 members and you know, and those prints all had their own little private events. And I, I, I actually flew, it was not too long after, it was probably my, um, this was like 2010, something, was something going on with the Middle East and America. Whatever it was, my first flight going, first time going to the Middle East on Saudi Arabian Airlines, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so I was a little nervous about it. And, but it was, it was a beautiful flight. And before I landed, you know, um, I think I had like a, a cross chain on. Mm-hmm. And the flight attendant's like, listen, you know, you don't want no problems here. Just <laughs> tuck in your cross chain. Oh, wow. You know, because um, certain things are illegal. They're like pig. You can't go there with a pig. Uh, of course, it's not. You think a lot of people try to do that? Or, <laughs> exactly. Like, no, you leave him out of this. You leave Bubba out of this. He's coming to Saudi with me. You can't you know, tease my friend. You can't tell him that. I mean, that was the only thing that made me feel some type of way. But I said, you know what? Like you said, I'm going to their country. If, you know, if I mean, I don't want to get rested. I, want, I don't want no problem. I don't want no trouble. trouble. I'm just, I like simple things, you know. Um, and I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not denying Christ because I'm doing that. It made me like think, mm. you know, if I'm talking my cross away, just like the disciples, you know, when they came to get Christ, it's like, I'm not, I'm not, I don't know him. Yeah, so denied like, him three times. Yeah, I'm like, do that mean I'm denying him? It made me feel a little bit, but I'm like, at the end of the day, it's their country. Let yeah, me respect yeah. what, it, you know, if, 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 if I'm going to be bothered everywhere I walk because I have a cross showing, then I don't want to try. Man, yeah. Lord will understand. Hey man, uh, so what's up with this Saudi thing, man? You just me away like that? You said the following. You me away like that, huh? You said the following. The more money is the best money. <laughs> Fuck this chain. <laughs> yeah, man, we got to talk. <laughs> no. I saw, yo, I brought up Charlemagne too because mm-hmm. you guys, there was a little bit of a, a viral moment with... Uh, with uh, Kevin Hart yeah. on his show mm-hmm. back in the day, yeah. right? Because of, uh, what was it again? Kevin was basically saying, why Why did that happen? Why was he saying that you were like an Instagram girl and all this shit? You guys had like a major beef for a second. Yeah. Right? He it you was, an Instagram girl? Well, he yeah, said he was doing one. stuff for likes on Instagram I know, yeah, and yeah, this yeah. and that. Well, no, you know, as a comedian, man, you know, we make fun of everybody and everything. I don't pick and choose. Oh, that's what it was. If something right, happens, right. I'm clowning you. Yep, yep, yep. You know, and it was around the time I think Kev was um going through some thing with some, inf- you know, he, cheating scandal. Right, yep, cheating yep, scandal. Yep, yep, oh, you jumped on and, that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but I, I didn't jump on because we are, we are fuck up. You know what I'm saying? I know I fuck up all the time. But I made fun of like how he came out and talked about it before he even came out. So I made fun of his like, I just said he's snitching himself. I'm like, self snitching. Yeah, yeah, self snitching. And yeah. I went on. The thing, I mean, I think he had a problem with me just going on too much with it. Because I mean, when I go in, I just go in. <laughs> and you guys are boys? You guys are, are acquaintances? I mean, um, we probably weren't really as close. Yeah. You know, but when we started out stand up, we started in Philly. I mean, you know, I was raised in Philadelphia. Yep. He came out like two years behind me, after, you know, and we was really tight back then. But, you know, um, Probably prior to them when we as close. We weren't like calling and talking gotcha, to each gotcha. other. You know, we see each other in passing and we speak and we give love, whatever. But I wasn't doing out of I was just being a comedian. I wasn't trying to like purposely be an asshole. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, of course. No, I mean But then he you know, you know, he took it some type of way and he talked about it. Went on Breakfast Club, talked to Charlemagne about yeah. it, and then it, it then you posted about it and it kept like turning into a thing. But yeah, it went ended, to a thing. You guys ended up squashing it though, right? Yeah, we ended up squashing it. Actually it was at, the, at a, we we ran to each other at the Sixers game. 
And then we end up, we end up squashing it. Uh, good. Was yeah. it was it already like starting to squash or like did uh, you no. just you we just, just saw like, each boom other? and then conversation here and there and then you know um, there was like a middleman involved. You know, it, I mean, and then I think later on we, you know, we um, we later talked on the phone. Yeah. It didn't happen there. You right. know, we just kind of like had a short moment there, and then when we got home, we kind of like communicated. It's definitely one of those squashable beefs. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, I, and I'm glad it was squashed because especially with comedy, there's so there, I think there has to be leeway for for yeah. roasts. Yeah, and comedy is so is hard, so hard enough as it is. Like, you know, what I mean, and we respect each other so much because it's, it's a grind. I mean, it's so much easier for the new guys now. Mm. You know, all you got to do is pop up with a man followers and you have your own audience. Mm. I mean, we started out in the 90s, man, where we didn't have your own audience. If you didn't get on television, nobody knew who the fuck you was. Mm. You know, so that was the hardest thing is trying to get yourself on TV and staying relevant. And without social media, yeah. I mean, you guys are, you know, you guys are new era guys, you know. So no, for sure, basically we, we suck is what you're saying. We got no, followers, no, yeah. so we get fucking so so Y'all didn't, y'all didn't put in no work like we did. No, no. It, was, it was a dog world, bro. Like there would be comedians that are doing really, really well. They just start to shine, and then the bigger dogs would just rip their jokes and put it on a special and just bury them. Yeah, it was, it was like it was a really hard time for me to to be a comedian. Yeah. 90s was tough. No, we came, we, we especially came up in a great time, like mm. the era of social media yeah. and internet. Like, I mean, anyone can do anything, right? Because you have that little black box that you can make a video and post for the entire inter internet to see. And I have so much respect for uh, uh, people who stay relevant for, oh, yeah. you know, decades. Because yeah. that's the, we say it all the time, man. This shit is a marathon, not a sprint. Um, but uh, in regards to comedy mm -hmm. uh, uh, and comedians saying and doing certain things, did you have a, a reaction or, or take on the Will Smith slap? Oh, yeah, man. Just, when he slapped Chris, he slapped every comedian. That's how uh, we felt. And, you know, I'm not sure. I mean, we was pissed. I, I just, because I'm a comic and I roast people on stage and off stage and, and that. I'm like a in the bully. I, you know, I go in. Because I roasted my whole life. I came from a whole different country. Kids made fun of me every day. A lot of things I didn't know about myself that I got to America. I had no idea I was dark skin to come to America. You see, white people, y'all don't look at, you don't look at like a tan guy be like, oh, you know, you're dark or you're like, black people, they go in on everything. Uh, I had no clue I was dark skin until I got here. I got to America and I met some people and I'm like, I, he said, you black? I said, of course we are black. He said, no, you black as shit. <laughs> I said, what the fuck you mean? <laughs> One guy told me I look like under the bed. Oh, no. <laughs> Yo, have you looked under the bed? It's dark as fuck under the bed. They told me I look like I have no bright ideas. They said the difference between me and midnight is 11.59. <laughs> Shut up, man. Shut they up. They said when God said, let there be light, I was out of town. <laughs> They told me I have to wear white gloves before I eat chocolate no, no. so I don't bite my fucking fingers. Like this. They told me every time I take a shit, I think my dick fell off. Not like this. Somebody told me Stevie Wonder. They told me Stevie Wonder sees me every day. That's dark as fuck. That motherfucker don't see shit. That's pretty dark, man. It's dark. No, I went through all the dark era. So, you know, I got roasted my whole life. And then, <laughs> and then once I started roasting back, I became like a, a yeah. roaster. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. I, you abuse so much, you you know, you you find ways hurt of people, hurt yourself. people. <laughs> you know what I'm you saying? Know. He said, like, like half under the bed. Yo, that's funny. Under I never, I never thought of that before. It's like a lot of a yeah. lot of the the big fueled like roasters and like people with that kind of visceral style are like birthed from their own trauma. Probably. Oh yeah, yeah no shit. Yeah, oh, yeah. Why do you think I have you two as friends? Hey, hey, whoa, whoa. <laughs> 
I love the roasts. Personally, I love oh, yeah. I love being roasted. I love roasting. That's a it's a love language. It is a love language, and that's why I didn't understand why Chris got smacked. You know, and you know, I try to like dissect this whole thing. Like, I know was so hard about. I know the joke? real answer why. Who was it? I just talked about this yes on a different show yesterday. It's it's sometimes very easy or not very easy, but it's it's easier to get roasted personally and to take it and laugh about it and make a joke about it back, whatever. But when your family member or someone in your squad or your, or your village gets roasted, mm-hmm. this, this fire sometimes breeds inside of you where you want to go into protection mode, especially when it happens to be a woman. I, and by the way, I am no way justifying his actions, okay. but I'm just talking about where that feeling sometimes comes from. Like somebody goes at your kid, somebody goes at your wife, even if it's just a prank or just a joke, mm. man, sometimes you feel that like fuel yeah. burning inside you. Like, yo, I'm going to smack the shit out of this mm. motherfucker for talking about my mom like that, especially if she's sitting right next to me. So I'm not justifying it by any means. I'm not saying he should have done it, but I can empathize a, just a little bit with where that that flame comes from. You know what I'm saying? Do you feel that? Like, if no, 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 I feel it, that. Um, but, you know, it was Oscar where, you know, I think he... <laughs> You can just flame anybody. Yeah, everybody, of course. Everybody's an actress. Everybody's there. Yeah. There was. It wasn't about. I don't know if it was that personal. You know, but I mean, hey, Chris Rock is a is a G for you know handling it where he did because it could have been. It could have went a whole different way. Yeah, you know, um, real. I can't believe he just continued, bro. Dude yeah. got smacked out of his mind and then yeah. went straight into a joke. He parlayed been, his face. Uh, I would have been the next day. I would have been calling like Jacobia Myers. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> man, let me tell you, I would have sued Will Smith. He would have been so broke. He would have to move back with his auntie and uncle in Bel Air. He was going back to Uncle Phil's house and sharing rooms with Carlton. Chris was about to go in, bro. There was like that one moment where he like he, he like, thought about it, and then he went ooh, and just it just kept moving. It wasn't worth it, man. That's I think that how we would probably forgive Will Smith. I think we all comedians line up and just smack the shit out of him one by one. <laughs> but tell me, get the fat motherfuckers to be knocked the fuck out. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I, I might, I think, like, and I might sound stupid for saying this, but his ticket sales went skyrocketing. Who, Chris? Right? Yeah. I mean, right. That's what, yeah. And I, I, dog, I'm telling you, I got so jealous. I think I'm going to go to the next Oscar and grab the <laughs> mic and curse everybody's wife the fuck out. <laughs> hey, Steven Spielberg, your wife a cock eye bitch. <laughs> Please come slap me. Please. I need some money, it's, motherfucker. It's good media. Yeah. It's, it's good. Yeah. People paying, paying attention now. Biggest moment in the yeah. history of that, of that entire program. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. It was nuts. Yeah. You, but thank God the whole world sided with them because, dude, if they if it was like a 50 50 and imagine your whole legacy of working so hard and then getting slapped as like the cherry on top of your legacy, that's kind of hard, bro. That's I think, like, I think how also how Chris handled it versus like going in on Will in the moment yeah, yeah. was another re- just another reason why he was so well respected exactly. after that moment because exactly. he just kept it moving yeah. dude he crushed it he fucking yeah. crushed it yeah you ever deal with hecklers yourself oh yeah i love hecklers man it's, <laughs> it's like my highlight moment on stage i love this somebody say some shit i got shit in my head and i'm <laughs> took a good look at them and their whole crew your whole crew now your whole crew got by and get you worse. Collateral damage. Your whole family. <laughs> straight bullets now. Your whole table is going to get it. Do you, have, do you have a story that stands out? Was there, was there a bad one? Uh, uh, you know, my, my, my fans, when they come out, they know what I'm capable of doing. Okay, okay. You know, so they just, you know, at the same time, too, I mean, especially after Chris got smacked and Dave Chappelle got an attack, 
You know, we yeah, have like man, we beefed yeah. up. We beefed up security now as comedians. Yeah. I seen the dude go in the fucking elevator. Yeah, yeah, straight up, bro. But Anthony been with me for like fourteen years, and he's been around that long. But yeah, but it's um. Ah, nothing really strange happened lately, man. You just you know, I get Not on with stage. that guy around, dog. Yeah, I just <laughs> I do my show and people get roasted and they just take it. Yeah, <laughs> that guy looks intimidating, bro. He looks like he laughs like this. <laughs> <laughs> he just did that when you said it. He, he texts his laugh no, my ass off. Y'all look like y'all could be brothers. <laughs> you look like Anthony a little bit. No, that's great. Now I, I'll take a picture of you, and then when people start shit with me, I'll be like, do you want my brother to get involved? <laughs> you're, like the, you're like the size of one of his legs. <laughs> now, it's been so Anthony's yet to smack somebody yet. Yeah. I mean, he's, I'm, you know, he's waiting for- the, Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. He's waiting for that big moment. Just one time he had to rough a couple of people up, you know, at, um, but nothing much. He looks like, like the guy- have you seen those videos where the bouncer just picks people up yeah. and yeah. Just moves them, and just moves them from yeah. A to B? He could get that done. On a guy like you. Yeah, easily. And he'd hot out look. I'd be like, okay, where we go? <laughs> it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. <laughs> do, you have, do you have people you look up to that inspired your comedy career? Oh, career? yeah, man. Of course, Eddie Murphy was my first guy. Yeah, when I first came to America, he was the first comedian I saw. And, and I'm like, this guy's funny. And I saw, like, Delirious and Raw. Those are his comedy the specials. Best. And then coming to America was, like, ultimate. Yeah. You know? And then here we are, 30 years later, I'm in coming to America, yeah. too. Such an amazing What was that too. like? Was it? Oh, like, it was so, it felt so good. And how it happened was, um, you know, I ran into Eddie a few times. In the last 10 years, whatever, he, all comedians know each other, even yep. from the big guys to the little guys, you know, and I saw him, you're like, oh, you're the African guy. <laughs> That's what he says when he sees me. <laughs> and I remember um, TMZ ran into Akon and said, hey, Akon, Eddie's doing a new Come to America. How you feel? And then um, Akon said, well, he need to get some real Africans in this movie, at least a couple of real Africans. And then TMZ ran into Eddie Murphy and hey, Akon said, you doing Come to America, you should get some real Africans in this movie. He said, well, I know one funny African, Michael Blackson. Mm. When you mentioned my name, I took that video, sent it to my agent. I'm like, hey, contact the casting agent for Coming to America to Eddie won me in this movie. And sure. that's how I got in. I didn't have to no audition. Way. I didn't do nothing. Sure. That's how I got my That same. must be crazy that you're like idol. Like, yeah, it like, felt really good oh when, it, God. when the guy you looked up to your whole life knows who you are and admire your work. So it was great. Was that like was that your first uh, like real big acting experience? No, nah, my biggest one was in 2000, is the sequel to Friday called Next Friday. Oh, yeah. Of co- oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, of that course. was my big break. Of course. And you know, that was like, that came out in 2000. And um, when that came out, I just became like an instant hood star. You know what I mean? Like, I couldn't go nowhere with black people. Every black person knew who I am. Because Friday was such a hit yeah. that, you know, I mean, it was great. So that was my big break. I went from like $500 a show to like $2,500 a show. I was balling. Fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> do you like Do you like that Hollywood world? Because I, I found whenever I'm doing uh, traditional Hollywood and media, mm. just to hurry up and wait, the process is, is is so slow. And, you know, I also don't like not having creative control. Yeah, man. You know, I kind of like gave up on Hollywood a long time ago. I mean, I, I do my own thing. 
You know, I've, I've never been Hollywood. I've always, from day one, you know, I've just did my own thing. I, you know, I don't, I'm not a dick rider. I, yeah. You know, I just like, you know, I say, I always believed in whatever's meant for you is going to happen, mm. whether it's meant to happen or not. And that's how I've been, man. I've, you know, I let things happen on its own. You know, while working hard, you keep working hard, what's meant to happen for you is going to happen. You know, I'm not into that way anything. And now we're in a new era where you can produce your own shit. You know, I got like almost six million followers. I could shoot my own movie and sell it to these motherfuckers. Yeah, facts. Well, you do a lot of stuff on Instagram. You do a ton of Instagram. Uh, I do a lot of stuff, you know, videos. because I'm still, I still want to grow my following. I do a lot of stuff with like those only fan girls. I do a lot of skits with them because my fan base is like 70% guys. Yeah. Guys just want to laugh and see ass. Yeah. So I do shit with women and I just make them laugh. So I entertain, you know, majority who my fans are. Give them what they want. Mike hangs out with OnlyFans, OnlyFans girls too. He does. Oh, you do? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm, I'm the only one in the group that's not in a relationship. Uh, oh, for yeah. real? Yeah, I don't do that oh, you shit. you got a whole bunch of chicks. You just do yeah, your own I, thing. Just, I just can't. Because it's like, I've never found a, I've never found a girl that would be cool with me uh, doing what you do. Mm -hmm. Like, dude, my last chick, bro, she, dude, if I even like, looked at a chick she was up my ass well, you, see, you know what yeah that's why you, if you know that's your problem you know you you know you just gotta bring it up from the beginning hey i like you a lot you know but <clears> i'm gonna need i can't she was the number one porn star in the world mike's ex yeah still is actually and she wouldn't let you fuck nobody yeah. she well re she, so yeah so she retired so she was retired for like three years. So I, I see where you're going with that. Because if she was she still current, she, yeah, she, <laughs> <laughs> she, like she wasn't active. She wasn't yeah, active. Yeah, she wasn't active. Yeah, so she had retired. But um, so yo, you want to know actually? Her coochie retired too. It was it was still in great shape. No, it's actually funny because <laughs> she, she actually texted. This is some. <laughs> we should actually talk about this on a different show. <laughs> I was gonna bring up a text she sent me today. No, she was. Well, she was. She used to give me a lot of shit back okay. in the day because, um, you back know, in the day, like three, four years ago. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Well, we were dating because I was, because I am very, very um, outgoing and, mm. and flirtatious right. and like just my natural like personality is to just talk to people. Mm. Um, and she would always like kind of equate that to like me wanting to like fuck these girls. And I would always be like, yo, like I've been with you for a year plus. Like I've never hooked up with anyone else. Like it's just, I've, I've just been with you. So I don't understand where this feeling of that is coming from. And she would always give me shit. You know what I'm saying? And then once we broke up, she's now back like playing the field again and seeing what dudes really be like in L.A., in New York, in Miami. You know what I'm saying? And mm -hmm. she texted me today and she was like, hey, I just want to let you know, like, you really did do a really good job, like, Aww. when we were dating and shit. And she was like, I, I, I think I was like too hard on you. And I was like, yeah, well, wish you would have learned a little bit sooner. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like that sometime, man. You never know what you have till it's gone, man. Yeah, facts. You know I mean? So she took that L. Yeah, Hard cut mics like guys, mm. listen. <laughs> we start working it out. No, 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 that ain't happening. That ain't happening, bro. That should ain't happening. You thinking about uh long term career moves at all? Uh yeah, I want to produce my own movies and stuff. So I'm, I'm I'm actually about to shoot my first one. I'm actually redoing it. I did it back like 2010, but it was in Shotwell, and I used to sell on the road mm. after my shows. Mm. I'm spoofing, I'm spoofing Scarface, so it's, it's <laughs> oh yeah, sick. An sick. African Scarface? Well, he kind of like, kind of like African Scarface, but I changed a few things about the movie. Like instead of selling cocaine, we selling illegal booty shots. <laughs> nice. <laughs> you know, in in my movie, um, in Scarface, he had a beautiful sister that he killed this guy because you know he fucked his sister, he yeah. married yep, his sister. Yep, yep. My movie, I got an ugly ass sister. In fact, <laughs> I killed my homie because he didn't want to fuck my sister. <laughs> 
So look, it, like I said, I did it before, and I'm I'm going to redo it now with a bigger budget and Sick. really put it out. What's the What's the guy? What's Tony Montana's name in the? Well, his name is Coney K O N Y. No, you know what? Co <laughs> Joseph Coney. You remember Joseph Coney? So how what the how fuck? I tied it up was I made this guy. He was a kiss soldier for Joseph Coney when he was a little kid. You got into 2012, dude. Oh, you know, yeah, see? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Right, it's Coney. Coney. That was like one of the so first ever like social media yeah. driven yeah. Like, yes. campaigns. So that's why I made his his history, because in Scarface, his history was like, you know, crime in Cuba. Cuba yeah. So yeah. I made his he was his history is more like he was a kiss soldier for Joseph Coney <laughs> back in Uganda. <laughs> And he made it to America <laughs> driving a taxi cab and, you know, found a way to some illegal booty shot word or some shit. So, so wait, so how are you producing this? Are you, are you? Well, right now, in fact, when we did this movie the first time, we didn't have no script. Yep. Me and my homie sat in my basement, watched Scarface and just wrote scenes down and like, we just want to change the scene, change all the scenes. And then we shot the movie. So now we watched the movie and wrote the script out of the movie we shot. Uh, uh, uh. And now I'm just trying to find my co-star. Like, I've been talking to T.I. He wants to be the co- Like, I'm in the scarf and he's oh, going to be the be other fun. guy. Be so fun. I was talking to T.I. about doing it. And I just sent him the script. So once he gave me the okay, you know, and then we make it happen. How's but, he been? He's been having a lot of shit going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's Wait, been what? having a lot of shit. And he's been doing stand-up. That's, that's why. He, oh, facts. that's where I seen the shit, right? Yeah. Someone, was, someone was heckling him and he, he bit. I think he yeah he got in like a no oh, no wait, well, I was at the Barclays Center with him when he got booed yeah he got booed at the Barclays oh, Center yeah but you know Ti is a superstar so because of that everybody that's doing a show wants to invite him to come and do stand up and I'm like at the same time this guy's still a new comedian he ah, don't yeah. he's still learning yeah. and we just throw him on the stage because he's a star you know and they they book him on shows because. I'm like, we need time to really grow. Comedy doesn't happen overnight. Yeah, facts. No, he had an issue with a with a comedian where the comedian was on stage and he oh, was in yeah, the yeah. audience. Okay. And he and sh it was a female comedian, right? I oh think. yeah, I remember that. And scene. she said some shit oh, to that him. Was it. That was it. And it was right after Will Smith. Oh. And he was spazzing, bro. Okay, yeah, I like remember to a that. point where like everybody thought he was gonna rush the stage. But he's always in it, and his um his son too, right? Like, it, well, isn't his isn't his son like a wild like oh, dude on know. social media is always yeah. like I'm getting into crazy shit right now that no one knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, right, Some, well, someone T.I.'s in his famous <laughs> listening. <laughs> I love your music. Now T.I.'s my homie, so hopefully we'll see what happens. But I'm ready to I'm ready to make Coney Montana happen, man. <laughs> Coney Montana. <laughs> you, ever, you ever go back to Africa? I, what I go home almost. Four times a year. Oh, no way. So I'm building a school in my village. Sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's time to give back. You know, um, when I went back to Africa for the first time after being in America, it was 15 years. I was in America 15 years. And I decided I made a little bit of money. I said, yeah. let me go and visit my people. And then I'm hanging out in a little town where I grew up during school hours. And I'm seeing like eight, nine-year-old kids out in the marketplace helping their mother sell food. Mm. I'm like, why are these motherfuckers out in school? Mm. And it's like, well, you know what happens is the government schools, which is considered public schools, when it fills up, all that's left is private schools. The kids can't afford private school. They don't go to school at all. No school. So I'm like, I got to do something about this. So, you know, 20 years later, I was able to, like, come up with some money and build a school. Sick. Yeah. Sick, man. So, I, so the school will be ready in September, and hopefully kids will start going in January. So I've been going back home. And, that's amazing. You don't, you don't have kids yourself? Oh, yeah, yeah. I have, I have kids. I have um, two. I have twin boys. And I have an older son. Oh, nice. 
Same mom, different mom. Oh no, different mom, man. You know, Who's I'm, your I'm black. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? We get them pregnant, we break up with them, then we marry somebody else. I, I don't know. I mean, Elon Musk is doing a pretty good job too, and he's. he's I think what? he's trying to. I think he's Repopulate, trying to populate. No, yeah, yeah populate. Yeah. Mars with his. Oh yeah. Offspring. He's like the. Well, he's, I mean, he's a he's a Nick Cannon. I mean, Nick Cannon. Oh, guy, Nick like, Cannon's Nick, going crazy have, right Nick now. Nick has a baby every other week. <laughs> yeah. man. You've yeah. been on Wilding Out a bunch. Yeah. So could do any insight on like what Nick's doing? And how fucking yeah, but, fuck. yeah, but at what point isn't he at still like, this point right now? He's fucking. He just <laughs> right, had you know a what? kid last week. No way. Yes, yes. is that number last nine week, or something? Yeah, number nine. Last with, week with different, with different mothers. Yeah, I, I think low key. I think people sleep on Nick Cannon, dude. He's, they sleep he's, with he's, Nick Cannon. <laughs> <laughs> they sleep with Nick Cannon. He's a bro. genius, bro. Like he has like like wilding out fifty four going out, but like yeah. they still crush tickets. Mm-hmm. People are still yeah. coming. Oh, the tour like fills up like. Basketball arenas. Yeah, I did. Wow. The, I did. Yeah, we just did. I did wow. LA with them. It was like eighteen thousand people. They freshened the it up. It's not like they're doing the same thing. They freshened it up, and he has other things he works on. That guy's yeah. like a workhorse. Well, that, for sure. That shows it was a hit, you know. And I know he almost had that canceled culture when they canceled him out. And they brought him back because they knew what he was capable of Cancel, doing. Cancel culture. Yeah. Wait, not what, did, real. what did he do to try to it's get him canceled? Real. It's not. It is doesn't. It? It, does, it just ends. Like you can get canceled for a hot second. Yeah. Like two a week. I'm actually um, filming. Three new episodes it's next month. Oh, cool! Yeah, of yeah, Wild yeah. Now, of Wild Now, yeah, yeah. And they're start and they're starting to work with. I think one of the smart things they did was starting to work with like social media. People no, they've been doing that. To, they're smart, but I mean, like they've been leaning into it lately a lot. No, they've been doing that for like ten years. You want to yeah. get into it right now? You want to like? All right, so name, go for it. Name the first five that they worked with. Well, they they wanted me on it. Like, oh, so they wanted ago. to work with you. So that was the reason why you want to get into a fucking. Oh, no, because right they were now? doing. They were smart. I'm telling you, he was, he was above the curve. Don't sleep on him. Above bro. what curve? That's not a word. Whoa. That's not a phrase. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Being above a curve. That's going to roast. They just want to. <laughs> Whenever they bring you on a show, they want to roast you. That's all. They just no, want to. It's good because it makes me a better comedian. That's not yeah. talking about so when you. The that, hates me, I'm like, you can't asshole. hate me more than my own best friend. That's what it did. When they brought me on the first season, I knew they just wanted. They wanted. They wanted to light my ass up. But then it got reversed. I ended up roasting all their asses. Mm. I mean, I lit them up. Every I'm not time. going at you. I would never. Whoa, whoa, dude, come on. Do, that was stupid. Do, do you plan your shit? Um. um Sometimes, like when I'm doing a show and then I know in advance who I'm going to roast. Yeah. Like I'm not, I can't rap. I can't rhyme, you know, so I might try to like get some help with like, I with rhyme, putting some rhyme together. Oh, okay. But as far as the jokes, uh, the jokes I'm up top of my head, but as far as rhyming, I, 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 I find me a ghostwriter. No writer. way, that's surprising. Yeah, I can't rap. A ghostwriter. For well, I mean, when did you, I mean, English, was, English wasn't your first language, right? Yeah, uh, like, English was. Oh, was Yeah, okay. Ghana is an English speaking country. That's the uh, second racist thing you've said on yeah. the well, that's why I, that, well, that's why I asked it as a question. <sighs> I'm so oh, sorry yeah. about him. No, I mean, I can't rap. <laughs> I cannot rhyme for some reason. I never tried it, just right, not right. my thing. My thing is looking at somebody and making fun of them. You know what I mean? I could look at this <laughs> Can you make fun of Dylan? God, this guy looks like who the fuck he looks like, man. Like, People dang. say a cat. No, nah, you're like, okay, you like one of the goddamn Prince of England, a reject. Like, <laughs> like one to reject the Prince of England. <laughs> the one that, uh, yeah, the one that kicked out the fucking, the, the, the fucking castle, whatever the fuck. Your royalty, though. Yeah. Prince yeah, he like yeah, Prince all right, all right. Harry if he was homeless, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> not bad. Not bad. You ever, you ever think about uh, doing business, business endeavors? Uh, yeah, definitely, man. I'm just still waiting for the right one to come. You know, uh, it has to be something I, like I'm I'm familiar with. You know, what I mean, or I think fashion would not be a bad idea. You know, maybe like clothing line or yeah. something. Yeah, you know? damn though. It's so it's clothing line, especially so oversaturated. You just have such a niche, uh, not 
not niche, but you have a you have a very strong audience, and you could do a lot with that. So much, you know what I'm saying? Like, is it a product? Is it like? Yeah, uh, I'm down, man. Let me know if you guys got ideas. Let me know. I'm always down with something. What yeah. about what about a, a director consumer uh, 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 comedy special? Like, definitely like, what like that Schultz just did. Yeah, that. The, a special is definitely one of the things on my leg. I got a special. I got a sitcom. I you know that I want to do, and of course, Coney Montana. Um, <laughs> oh, I love that. But, you know, the, I I, after talking to my team, you know, usually how, this is how a special works. Okay, a comedian goes on the road for three years with the same material, and then after he's done with that, then he shoot that as a special. That's what. That's the routine. You know, but my team, I kind of like want to do something different. Do mm. film something I've never done. No material, you know, just not much going off the top of my head, but like, you know, write some material and, and you know, because my fan just been used to that crazy Michael Blackson. Let him get to know the real Michael Blackson. Mm. So I, I kind of want to do something different, which is like write some write some material just for the special. Because usually a special is stuff you've been doing for three, four years. Yeah. You know, so yeah. that's why it's going to take me a little bit longer than I, than I anticipated because I'm not going to be doing something I've been doing that I already know works. You know, I mean, I've been telling jokes for 20-something years, and I've never done a special, so I could just go back and just think of, think of all my funny old moments and put them together and just shoot it. But instead, I want to do something I've never done before. Which is sick. Would you ever get in the ring? Yeah, you, oh, you, ha- you have the look, dude. You look, you look hard. Yeah, I just looks are deceiving, dog. I'm not, I can't. <laughs> I press charges. I don't fight. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, You know what? It, and you know the funny thing about it when me and Kev was beefing, I would have went in the ring with him. Oh no! Nice. Oh, because sometimes when you're angry, somebody angry at you and they're talking shit about you, you know you don't care what the fuck was. And, and then I thought about it, I'm like, this guy been fucking. This guy lives in the gym, man. Oh yeah, he, he probably oh, beat yeah. the shit out of me. He also boxes as well. Yeah, he he's boxed. Like, had a fight. You know, but he's also like two feet tall, so I, I mean, I'll go for the face. <laughs> he's probably gonna go for my balls. It's gonna be an ugly fight. What do you think about these guys? Have you seen any of their stuff? Have you seen his uh, stuff? Did you fight Floyd or yeah, something? Yeah. Did he yeah, pay? Can, did he pay you to lose? Nah, what happened? To can, can, no, he didn't pay, he pay me him at all. <laughs> he didn't pay me. <laughs> I wish you'd pay me. Oh, you didn't get paid at all. I got. I got paid a little bit. Not like not, you should have. Not more. like I should have gotten paid. No, I'm. I'm missing. I'm out a few million. For real. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I but it was with your brother that snatched his hat or something. Who did that? <laughs> yeah. So Jake took his hat. <laughs> okay. And then Jake is also a boxer, and he's had some pretty. Pretty big. So, are you, so is that your only loss? Was Floyd? Uh, no, I didn't lose. It was an exhibition. So there's no loser. There's no loser in exhibition. No, no. So you both are winners. It's like a tie. It's like I mean, bro. I'm gonna like be a, honest with you. It's I not don't a know. good feeling. It's like tongue kissing your sister or something. <laughs> not a great feeling. Who said that? This fucking Eagles coach said that. Oh, he said this is tongue kissing your grandmother, your sister. It's not a great feeling. Yeah, I'm like, like, wow, who's kissing? Oh, because they had that one tie. The you know that one back. tie? You yeah, know yeah, that yeah, game? He's like. It's like kissing your sisters. Not I, like. don't know, I don't know if it's like that. <laughs> I don't know. No, because uh, I don't know. I don't think. I don't. I think I won that fight. I think I won. What do Floyd think, bro? He 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 didn't knock out a YouTuber in eight rounds. That's fucking you think he was really trying to knock you out? Yeah, for real. He guaranteed it. He guaranteed uh, a knockout in our press conference. So like, I don't know. If there's a if there's a world where you can take away or. Take away from that fight that Floyd won. Like yeah, yeah. Floyd's my homie. He's a he's a cool well, dude. T- fucking tell him to pay me, bro. How much you owe you? Uh, probably probably between two and three. Yeah. Mm. You got it on you by any chance? Maybe you could just. Let 
lend it out. I have in Nigerian money. <laughs> two to three. I'll I, take I, it. I'll give you, I'll give you two, 10 million in Nigerian money. That's about $1,100. Do you, do you ever miss, uh, you know, where, where you come from? Like, do, do, do you love it here all the time? What um, is it that you like the most about America? You know, I mean, since I've been going back often lately, yeah. now that I'm, I'm successful and I have money, you know, um, I enjoy going because when I go home, it's like peace of mind. I'm not telling mm. no jokes. I, I even got a crib out there mm. and I'm like, I relax and eat my African food all day, every day, you know. Um, but the money's here, so I got to come back and, and, yeah. and make money. You know what I mean? I'm using you guys for your money, man. No, That's no, fine, bro. Good, bro. Yeah. <laughs> good. Do you, have, do you ever look at your life and wonder how you got here? Yeah, I do. I was just doing that. The other, I just made this post the other day and I was... You know, in summer of 1989, I moved to Philadelphia from Newark, New Jersey. We, we came to the States, me and my mother, my, me and my mother and, and my two younger sisters. We moved, um, we lived in Newark, New Jersey, lived in people's basement. Then we lived in a shelter home. Mm. And then my mother had some friends, some other African friends that lived in Philly and said, hey, Philly is cheaper. You know, you guys come out there. So we came to Philly. This was summer of 89. And then, um, you know, she got this three-bedroom row house, three-bedroom, $300 a month. I finally got my own room for the first time, you know. And then I, I got a job at Domino's Pizza. Nice. That was, like, my first job nice. delivering pizzas on a bike. I was, like, 15, 16 years old, you know. And I just, just the other day, all this just came to me. And I'm sitting in my house. As you all sitting first class on a plane, I'm like, damn. I just started thinking about where I came from, mm-hmm. from, like, no home to, like, homes everywhere almost, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, sometimes I do sit back and see God's blessing. It's weird, no? Yeah. It was a little weird, man, how things could, you know, change. And then I look back at some of the guys that I went to school with that are still like bums and not doing nothing. Yeah. And I'm like, you guys live in the greatest country in the world. You Mm. could be anything you want to be if you put your mind to it. Mm. You know, even if I wasn't doing a stand-up comedy, I would have probably owned Domino's Pizza. You know, you could work at McDonald's and learn how to own McDonald's and still be a millionaire. You could be successful in anything. You could be a landscaper find out you can own your own landscaping company and be so you just have to find out how you get to the top in everything you do it's true it's true it's really true man I so think, there's I, if you're in america there's no excuse i i think i think did we talk about this the other day the 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 one excuse that i think actually makes sense is by the time people realize that you you can do anything and like right now we're seeing it we're really seeing people mm-hmm. kind of just like snap their fingers and again because of the phone and the internet mm-hmm. they're making shit happen mm-hmm. but i think for a lot of people, they feel like it might be too late, right? Mm. You, you, you have, you have the family. You've made yes, the commitment yeah. to the house that you just bought when mm. working a job that you don't really love. When you always love this hobby on the side, but it didn't seem like it could make you money or it, it could provide a means of uh, success. And so, I think people are afraid to unwire their lives to mm. tr- to, to to try the thing. That's an excuse. Leave the family. Yeah. And that's you know, and that's why when I when I went back to Africa, I chose to do a school because I'm more concerned about the new kids, hey, bingo, the younger ones. Bingo, I love. I'm that. like, I'm oh, I can't do shit with these old motherfuckers. You well, are setting you your own well, ways. I mean, yeah, you just gotta. You can if you if we make the right statements to them, and, I, and that's why I think it's you important that we talk about old people, bro. Yeah, I think that's. <laughs> He's like, whoa, whoa, hey, you leave my people alone. <laughs> no, but I I think it's important that the point that you were bringing up, which is just like, dude, it's it really is never too. I didn't make my first hundred thousand until I was thirty three, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, when I was when did, I was you also single, no kids. No, 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 no hundred thousand a year or at one time. No, very young hearted, very young hearted. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But I'm just saying, like, dude, like. 
it's just really not too late, bro. It never is. There's there's way there's ways to work around it. There's there's night schools. There's there's hustles. There's side hustles. There's put your kids to bed and go go hit online, learn e-com. There's a million ways to fucking do it. And and you know, on, on the contrary, it does take a lot of things to create this concoction that we call success. Yeah. It's not just like, oh, I was a hard worker. Yeah. Bro, there's a million yeah, people out there that work just yeah. as hard as you yeah, do and they're yeah. never going to fucking make it. Yeah. There's 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 a bunch of things that need to come together. Timing, luck, network, hard yeah, work, so execution, yeah. all that shit. Hardship. Hey, hardship. You got to be chosen like too, man. Like, these like men are celebrities. I think some stars are born. You Facts, can't try man. to be something. Facts. You know, some people try to be comedians. I'm like, if he wasn't born a comedian, you can't be a no shot, yeah. You know, I so agree. stars are born. I think it's possible God chose people to, you know, anything is possible. Some, you know, I mean, it's gonna be always be housekeepers. You know, if if he's trying to make it, who's gonna be my housekeeper? You know, somebody. Mm. Yeah, but just be a yeah, but just run a housekeeping business. You know what I'm saying? Like like yeah, you got to start there. You got to yeah. start as a housekeeper. You got to start as a as a uh, a garbage man, or you got to start at this or that. But by the give it five ten years and yeah. figure out how to turn that thing into a so into true. a hustle, right. you know yeah. what I'm saying? Be a, I, was, be a, I was just telling Mike at the gym. I was like, I because I, we roast each other a lot. Mm -hmm. We don't really like tell each other like our, our feelings because they don't allow me to do it that much. Uh, but I told Mike today, I was like, dude, I I look up to you a lot. Like the way he handles business and gets yeah. shits together. Like I I really just sit back and watch the way he conducts his things. And I and I understand. Like Logan told me this uh, uh like a few years ago. He's just watch the way he works and. I did, and like I'm really proud of you, brother. For you to come from, like you didn't have like a bad upbringing, but you had a little hole in your life where you kind of could have just sat there. But the way you pulled yourself from it was ridiculous. He, he did drugs for ten years, hard drugs, heroin. Oh, real, wrote a book about it, became a best-selling author. Wow, made a life for himself. Is now a YouTuber. So something, <laughs> something along those lines. <laughs> dude, dude, I mean, Logan, hey, no. Logan's backhanded comment. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, come I mean, out of nowhere. That was funny. <laughs> Nothing good comes overnight, man. You know, because I remember at one point with my career, like you know, I, I did the. My big break was next Friday. It came out in two thousand, and then I was hot for like five years, and then things just you know went down. You know, fell off, as yeah. you want to call it. So I tried to come back to LA and try to like make things happen. Nothing happened. I went back home, and then when social media came out, boom, I jumped on it yeah. and then yeah. came back yeah. to life. So crazy how that works. Peaks and valleys. Yeah, baby. yeah. Career, career. Yeah. Your career is full of uh, ups and downs, crests and troughs, peaks yeah. and valleys, whatever you want to call them, waves. And though, and usually, no one, you never see it, but like until you until you get so accustomed to it being the fact of the matter, those troughs are always the most important times. Those times when you're down and you're fucking sitting mm -hmm. in the basement, you're like, how the fuck am I going to pay rent this month? Yeah. Like, yo, like, or or this has happened or that's happened. Those always end up, you end up looking back at those and being like, yo, thank God that happened to me. Because if that didn't happen to me, I never would have been where I am yeah. today. It just yeah. never would have happened. Dan Cook actually said something that really registered with me. I've been thinking about it a lot. He goes, when people are at their down, they want to escape it as quick as possible. He goes, but collect as much data down there. Because yeah, you learn yeah. a lot. And I was like, oh, fuck. I never really thought about it that way. Yep. Yep. You ever have a moment where shit was dark? I'm, I'm, don't say dark around me. I've been dark my whole life. Man. No more dark jokes. Dog. Oh, man. Okay. Oh, man. I was born in the dark. I was born at midnight, okay? Go ahead. What happened? You ever, you ever have a moment where, where things uh, weren't going so well? Things, <laughs> things looked not so bright. <laughs> we did it again. We did it again. You guys are too white for these jokes, man. I'm telling you, bro. No. No, I get, I get permission. It's okay. <laughs> 
Just like where yeah. shit looked bleak. You looked around and you're like, damn, um, I got bills to pay. Like I I I fell off, whatever the mm. fuck that means, right? Like uh it is I mean, it was a long, long time ago. I remember when I you know, I started at Domino's at 15 years old, mm. answering phones, delivering pizzas, learning the store, being coming a manager. I was running the store at about 20 years old. I was running the store, hiring and firing. And that's when stand-up started. Uh, I started doing stand-up. And then I remember I took stand-up a little bit more serious. And never get rid of your day job till you're ready. Uh, yeah. uh. You know, so I was, um, at one day, I remember one day, um, I left to come to New York. I was in Philly. Came to New York to do some show. Mm. My assistant manager did not show up to work. And it happened to be this, the day that the managers, the owners of Domino's happened to go into the store that mm. day. Nobody there in the store. I got fired. It, was a, it wasn't a corporate store. It was a franchise. They could do whatever they want to do. Terminated me. Uh, at that, I was making big $20,000 a year back yeah. then. This is like 1995, something like that. Making like 20 grand a year. That's I lost $20,000 a year job. You know, had to, um, my car got repossessed. Had to leave my apartment, move back, back to my mother. You know, spending my little savings that I had saved yeah. up. Down to my last $1,500. I took and bought a car so I could use this car and try to find another job. Yeah. Car cost me $1,300. I'm down to $200. Alternator go back on the car. You know, I'm like, ah, fuck. I'm, I remember going to Pet Boys. Back then, it was like right before my credit started getting bad. You know, so you, I had good credit at that moment. It was still alive a little bit. Mm. You know, I remember wrote a check. I know Doug, I didn't have the money for the fucking thing. I wrote a check for Alternator. You know, um, took the Alternator to somebody else to put it in because Pet Boys wanted like $124 to put it in. So I went to this private mechanic to put it in. And then when they put it in, they, have, they give you the old one back. And the old one's kind of like a, you get a little refund back at Pet Boys for it. This is the four tars, 1989 four tars, mm -hmm. what I had at that moment. So I remember, and then um, and the guy put the alternator in. I'm like, I ain't got money to pay this motherfucker. I found a way to get in the car and drive off. Oh, shit. <laughs> Drove off with the car. Took the old shit back to Pet Boys, got a little bit of money back, and then it bounced, and the check bounced. I got all my shit done for free. Oh, damn. You know what I mean? I, <laughs> I, was, I was just thinking about that the other day. Yeah. Like, God damn, I was down to nothing. Yeah. And to be where I am today is like, you know, <laughs> God, <it> was crazy. <laughs> crazy. And I remember when my car, I had, my car that got repossessed was a 1991 Honda XL. I remember I just lost a job at Domino's. I'm working a temporary job at Rickle. Rickle is like, the old Home Depot, you know what I mean? It was yeah. so-called Rickles, where you guys, way before your time, your father knows about Rickle. So I remember working there like overnight as a temporary job. All of a sudden I look outside, my car is gone. And I'm like, I'm calling the police. I think somebody stole my car. They said, no, your car got repossessed, oh, motherfucker. Oh, shit. <laughs> but I knew it was coming somehow, yeah. somewhere, you know. Yeah, it was, it was. And then since then, I think I went down in life twice. So I remember all of that happening. I remember working my way back up. You know, I ended up like doing some show on HBO called HBO Snaps. It was like roasting people, you know, it was like a mama joke mm -hmm. show. It had like Monique and Ricky Smiley and, you know, Tracy Morgan mm -hmm. was on that. This is like 1995, 96, something like that. So I, you know, I remember probably making a couple of, you know, maybe $1,000, $1,500 from that and I was slowly coming back. And then, um, 
Then I then the best thing that happened to me after that was I got a job at, for the airlines. I got an airline job, which was cool because I get to fly for free. So now I'm going to fly out to a town to do a show. I'm like, hey, put me on the show, man. You don't got to fly me in. I'll get myself there. Just give my little $300. Yep. And I started building myself back up and got all the way back up. And I was able to buy my first house at like $82,500 in Philly. Yeah. Had like a $500 mortgage, you know. And then went from that and like saved up like $200,000. <laughs> and that, because in between that, the movie Next Friday came out. Yep. And then I was yep. making $2,500. And saving all my money. And I worked my way back up. And then boom. Then I said, okay, it's time to move up to like something bigger. And I went, got my first big house. I built it in Delaware. You yeah. know, um, 2008. Why Delaware? Because it's right outside of Philly. Okay. okay. So when you build up, when you kind of like make it in Philly, you're either going to build a house in Jersey, suburban Pennsylvania, or like Delaware. Got it. Jersey, Pennsylvania, the tax on a Half a million dollar house, like almost twenty thousand dollars a yeah, year. Yeah. I'm like, fuck that. You mean if after I pay this house up, I gotta give you motherfuckers twenty thousand every year? Yeah. Delaware is a no tax state. Yep, yep. So you just pay like a school tax of like three thousand, four thousand yep. dollars. That's why I chose Delaware. And then I worked my way back up, got that house, and then boom, the economy got fucked up in two thousand eight. Oh, so oh, it was right around then. Two thousand and then I had to like, uh, you know, my two hundred thousand dollar window down to like fifteen thousand dollars and I had to work my way back up when social media came out. And now fuck that. There's no going back now. Yeah. I'm, fucking, I'm like where I, I mean I'm where now I could never not unless I start smoking crack every day and gambling every fucking day. There is no way I could be going back down. Hard cut. Him and Mike, dude, I'm telling you, this shit's real nice, bro. So Kim, yeah, man, I had the moments, man, when I'm fucking, I'm, I'm, I'm like, well, how am I gonna pay for this alternator to get yeah, put in? Yeah, I'm just it. gonna drive off. Steal that shit. What, what, <laughs> what about on the flip side? What's the what's the best thing that's ever happened in your life? Whole fucking life, dude. Number one. Ah, man. I don't like talking too much about money, man, because I got a baby mother that that's. Yeah, I'm still on child support. She'll She's record like, yes. that shit. Oh, yeah. She'll, she'll take like, a tape. 47 minutes. She would take, she would take this recording to the judge. Like, I got like two and a half years left of oh, child support. Damn. All right, uh, all she right. take everything. I can't even. Why do you in say two and a half sweet? years, I'm going to come and tell you guys how successful I am. Don't say something sweet like uh, the, the, the birth of like one of your children. Oh, something. something nice. All right. <laughs> That's sweet. Let me see. Shit, them kids are costing me money. So let me Fuck see. Fuck them. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, I wanted to put that in the worst things uh, that You know what? What was really, the, I think, the best feeling was, you know, going back to the village where I came from uh, when I had nothing. And now, like, the whole country is looking up to me because I'm building a school, mm. you know. So that, that gave me a good feeling. Man. Yeah, that's cool, man. Give him, you like giving back? Giving back. Yeah. yeah. It's, and I think that's what makes America so great. Americans are very giving people. You know, a lot of these third world countries, you know, they're selfish and just care about themselves. And then they wonder why they never make it. You know, and America, one thing would make this country great, you guys give. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Some, and some, some something. people. And nah, you know, I'm saying you know overall, a country rise. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. And that's why America is, at the end of the day, it, it might not be the richest country, but it's, it's the greatest country. Mm. Freedom and mm. peace of mind and this and that. I mean, you know, there's still some rules, you know, whatever. But I, I was going to ask, your, 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 your take is really interesting because you can definitely acknowledge and do acknowledge America for what it's done for your life yeah. and what, what it can do for, for people who are coming to this country. Yeah. But uh, the state of America right now is a little it is. Know, wishy-washy. It is, but it's still better than a lot of other places, mm-hmm. you know. Um, 
And I mean, it's, it's it is what it is, man. You know, I mean, everybody got got problem with Trump, got problem with Biden. Everybody mm. got problem with everybody. Mm. You can, you know, I mean, you go to another fucking country and then yeah. you're like, you know what? I'm going back to America. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> at the end of the day, it's not that bad. I yeah. mean, look at I mean, look at Russia. What's happened with with Griner? It's yeah, like, it's so insane, sad. dude. It's like, I mean, dude, for vapes, for man. Vape, Luckily, man. she didn't have fucking cocaine. Can you imagine what they would probably? Probably oh, dead. Should be, yeah, should be in jail forever. Oh, oh yeah, or, uh, or yeah, or worse. But it, but it does also like bring up like bring attention back to the situation here because we got a lot of people in jail for weed here yeah. right now. A lot of people, dude. A lot of people. Have, that's crazy. Oh, that's insane. Dude, we got me. people. We got people doing I thought, life. I thought when life. they when they made weed legal, they released out nah, of out of jail. No, uh-huh. it didn't happen. I don't know how they don't though. I know. How are they planning on taking? Are they going to let them out? They, they have to. I feel There's like. been some stuff happening. They, I think they've been like re-examining yeah. uh, certain cases and like, dude, you, like you've got a lot of, you know, like. Make no mistake, our our prison system targets socioeconomic people, people in poor social socioeconomic mm. and and is slightly race, racial you know system, right? And so, but there are a lot of people that are being start cases starting to be reexamined, and people are starting to get left out who had like life cases for or life sentences for like a ten dollar bag of weed. You know, it'll be it'll have been like maybe their third mm. strike or second strike, and they had done something like before it. But like then they got caught with a twenty bag of weed and they're in jail in Louisiana for life. And Kim Kardashian's actually been doing a lot of work yes, on yeah. on on working with those kind of people and having those cases reexamined, which is hey, cool. Do you think I mean, they're gonna smoke weed if they ever come out. Or are they gonna be like traumatized from it? Because it's legal now. Are they like I can't? No, of I can't. Course they are. Like, you know, you just are. gotta be careful. Like, we leave America, man. You gotta be careful yeah. where you going, what you have on you. Period. That's that. That's the biggest. <laughs> that's, thing. that's the biggest thing. We don't. We gotta pay attention. We we're not invisible. We're not. You know. They don't give a fuck in them other countries about what the, you know, just you being a brat or you doing whatever you want to do. I mean, Thailand, what's one of my favorite, one of my, this movie, you guys saw what's it called, Broke Down Palace? Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. She goes to jail for, she gets life. Life. For, uh, for, well, they muled her, right? Like it wasn't even her, was it her shit? It wasn't her shit, right? Yeah. But that that happens. It's crazy, dude. You got to realize that, and this is just another testament to, to the quality of America. It's like, you go to some of these countries, and you you go in thinking to yourself like no I have rights no you don't <laughs> no, you have America. no right like no yo rights. you go to Russia your rights are gone your rights yeah. don't exist you go to China your rights don't exist homie like you don't and, have yeah. rights and, it, and it's not like those other countries I mean in my continent you just pay away through everything mm. yeah bribe mm. countries uh, yeah, yeah but also yeah, they, yeah. a lot Colombia. of people don't like Americans because they think that they could just do whatever they want like I I know like in in Singapore you can't even chew gum I think it's like a two hundred fifty thousand dollars well I, or maybe if you, you can't drop you can't yeah, spit it, spit it. Right. Yeah. no no I, I don't think fifty thousand dollars no no I think you cannot bring gum into their border so there's no gum in the country no you can't buy you sure you want to lay in that bed right now I just want to make sure your pot you want to do that because uh, uh, Singaporean see, see, no I want to run with it I want to run with it you cannot I heard it something in. We, I heard something like that <laughs> we need a segment chewing need, gum is banned in Singapore this. under the regulation of imports nice and exports Georgie yes he Four got while, while the oh. table yeah. is not stable brother my guy Dude, got what kind one. of show is this you guys got me on <laughs> he's, the, he's the new guy he's the new guy oh male twerker <laughs> He just twerked. Damn, no gum no, in Singapore? I, I don't know what that was, yeah. He twerked to you guys, not to me. Yeah, no, no he, wouldn't, he wouldn't point that thing at you. Um, that's it, bro. Sorry so, so, sorry about the ending there. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm <laughs> traumatized now, man. <laughs> this is the only thing I remember from your show, a fucking guy twerking. Fucking uh, and a Iraqi guy twerking <laughs> in my face. Uh, what do you have coming up? What should they? Uh, uh, I'm on. Uh, I'm on tour. Uh, I'm a new tour this fall that comes out called We Outside Tour, starring me and 
Tony Rock, Corey Holcomb, you got uh, uh, Bill Bellamy. Will Coney Montana be there? Coney Montana be there. <laughs> That's right, man. Selling illegal booty shots, man. Fantastic. <laughs> right, and then I'm working on Coney Montana, man. Maybe you do a cameo in there. Would you want to? Yeah, I'd love to. That'd be All fun. right. That'd be fun. <laughs> yeah. give, me, give me something good. Man. I'll give you something give good. Give me something good. I'll figure something really good Hell for yeah. you to quick, do. Quick, though. Like Hell a quick yeah. seal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, you get your shot right away, Come man. for a day. Just yeah, you want me? You want to definitely die. I'm going to tell you. Yeah, yeah. Yo, light me up. Light me the fuck up. Coney Montana, man. I got you. Amazing, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Blackson. Thank, Thank you. you for listening to this episode of Impulsive. Hit that subscribe button. We love you. We will see, see you next time. Take it easy. Peace. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.